0: Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? It's Tuesday at 7 p.m. That means it's time for Snowbound, the Blizzard podcast brought to you by ReadyCheckRadio.com. We are just days away from the big event. BlizzCon line headed in in three days, and we'll have 48 hours ish. Well, you know, from start to finish with some breaks in between, right? Doesn't go all night or anything, but it should. Damn it, it should. uh We'll have plenty of Warcraft news and tons of other Blizzard news, I am sure. We'll speculate a little bit on that today. We kind of locked in our full predictions last week. You can check out that episode over on our YouTube channel. Uh, over on readycheckradio.com. That's R-A-I-D-E-O ocom Uh or listen to us on Spotify and my fluffier today? He seems fluffy. What the hell does that mean? Is Mike fluffier today? Like my hair? Or my just me? I don't I don't know what that means. My hair. Yeah, well yeah yeah yeah. I don't have it like just come straight down and spiky. and stuff. Yeah so it is a little fluffier. And I need a haircut I need a haircut. Anyway, uh, if you're listening on uh, Spotify or watching on the website, come on over to... It's not even a fluffy vest. It's, it's a thin vest. God <laughs> damn it, chat. Uh, <laughs> that's Indy. She's uh, gone on the d- damn show. Stop it. Stop it, girl. <laughs> Stop it. Easy. If you're watching on readycheckradio.com or listening on Spotify, come on over to twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. Catch out the lot, li- catch a, a live show. We'd love to have you in chat, uh, unless you are going to talk about my fluffy hair or fluffy vest that isn't fluffy, or I don't know, somebody that's not fluffy, Mister Dom Greco Zista. How are you, sir? Not even slightly fluffy, no. no. Well, and even if you were fluffy, the pink hat hides hide, would hide the fluffy. But yeah, you are the BlizzCon line expert. Correctly predicted everything for BlizzCon line. Don't fact check me absolutely i mean the, yeah, that that yeah. last part being of vital importance yeah yeah worthy also on the line angela mercurio aka don't call me fluffy indy how are you indy
1: i think i'm way fluffier than you well, you guys, have a lot
0: of hair but
1: not even that it's like more of like a it's like a it's like a an adjective like way of life i think i'm just squishier
0: well, you do play a priest, so you are pretty squishy.
1: in game. Ah, I'm, I'm a little arrow. rough around
2: the edges.
0: Uh, you are a demon yeah. hunter. <laughs> you Are a demon hunter. So, uh, there's Why, a joke there's so about a me contrast. being a druid in there somewhere. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is.
2: I mean, I have a fluffy pillow
0: right behind me. <laughs> it, what? So does Indy? She's got like shelves of them back there.
1: I know, right?
0: And she's like got a fluffy hair. I got to go to her camera here. She's got a fluffy cat stand back there. It's got all kinds of fluffy animals.
1: Yeah, there's a bunch Twitch of Twitch logos. Mine, a
0: Hearthstone yeah. back there. I got a lot of fluffies.
2: I think I Snowbound. Is, Snowbound is the fluffiest show on this channel. We are
0: the fluffiest World of Warcraft slash Blizzard show around. If you aren't watching, you just ain't fluffy. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh let's get started with some of the news, though. Uh, of course, we kind of teased it at the beginning. BlizzCon line this Friday and Saturday. Now the full schedule is revealed, but I gotta say the schedule don't really show shit. Uh, (laughs) and we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to ask a question about that because we, we all know blizzards proclivity for sneaky announcements or things hidden in, uh, trailers or in games and things like that. Of course. We have the opening ceremony kicking off at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern time on Friday, February 19th, so in three days. Uh, that's going to last a little over two hours. Then you have your you know, your splits, right? It all goes off from there. Um, we've got World of Warcraft talking about what's next. We've got Hearthstone doing a deep dive. Diablo, what's next? We've got the behind-the-scenes of Overwatch 2, so Zista, a little sneak. That'll probably be our really only sneak peek that we're really expecting for Overwatch 2 right now. Uh, Maybe get a sense of some maps, some characters, and some of the development stuff that they're doing. Uh, On the strategy channel, uh, we'll have StarCraft Legends. I'm sure everybody will be watching that. Um, But then you look through the rest of the schedule through Friday and Saturday, and I'm not gonna read the schedule, the entire schedule. You can check it out at uh, blizzcon.com forward slash schedule. Uh, but there really isn't, there isn't anything that jumps off the page
1: except There's maybe,
0: well, okay, go ahead. You go first. See if we're talking about the same thing. Go ahead.
1: Probably not the same thing because this is a personal friend of mine and I'm absolutely thrilled that she's going to get her own cooking show at line. So, uh, Lulaboo at the end of day two on Saturday, is gonna do a cooking workshop on the World of Warcraft channel. So super happy for her being featured because she's amazing and she cooks the recipes from the World of Warcraft cookbook. So it's gonna yeah. be really, really cool. Yeah, I
0: forgot about the cookbooks. Um, uh, Kat talked about one of them on the show. Uh, is this one of our early shows? The, the most recent cookbook. That's very cool. That is very cool. Is. Well, congrats, congrats. Make sure uh, you check out the cooking special. The thing that I find a little bit odd is the rebroadcasts, the rebroadcasts. Uh, Not that they would do, you know, it's not odd necessarily that they would do rebroadcasts, uh, but what they're rebroadcasting and on what channels. So when you look at the Blizzard main channel, there is a day one rebroadcast of the behind the scenes of Overwatch Zista, Is that legitimately, do you think, just trying to put the Overwatch Behind Overwatch 2 Behind the Scenes in the Main Light um of the the Blizzard main channel versus its first airing on Friday in the the specific Overwatch channel or could maybe that potentially be just kind of schedule covering something a little different or maybe an announcement in the main Blizzard channel.
2: Yeah, I definitely think it's covering something cuz to to rebroadcast doesn't make sense for a digital show that is capable of going back to watch anything at any given time. Um, To my knowledge, I believe you can rewind it and go to any panel that's already aired at any time. So rebroadcasting does not make sense to me. Um,
0: I think it would have made a little more sense to me too if it was in the other order. Mm -hmm. Like the original broadcast was on the Blizzard channel and then rebroadcast at some other point on the Overwatch channel. That might have made like, hey, let's get our big Overwatch 2 stuff in the main channel, in the main spotlight. And then we don't really have a lot of extra filler for our Overwatch channel where we're kind of lacking an hour and a half. So we'll we'll go ahead and we'll rebroadcast what we had in main on day one. We'll put it on the Overwatch channel, you know, but midway through day two. It still would have been a little curious to me, but I think it's more curious that it's done this way, where it's, it's going from the Overwatch, Overwatch channel though. to the main channel
2: it's not even just overwatch though. if you look just before that we have diablo what's next rebroadcasting and what's funny about that is it starts rebroadcasting 10 minutes before the original what's next panel even stops broadcasting
0: yeah and we were going to get to other broadcasts too i just was just hitting them kind of overwatch yeah. 2 being the one that i think you know a lot of people but it's excited just on about the, diablo. there's two
2: rebroadcasts back to back that's that's yeah, what i'm saying
0: on the main channel yeah uh and then you have the, see, neither of these are listed as uh, rebroadcast because the main channel is going to pick up Diablo, the deep dive, later in the day on Friday. Uh, when you look at day two, indie, we don't see rebroadcasts,
2: Mm-mm.
0: which is the weird part for me. One. I would have thought you broadcast important things in the main and then maybe time fill rebroadcast them in the sub channels but then more more to that point too you would rebroadcast on day two if you were just trying to fill time wouldn't you I think it's I I gotta believe something (laughs) is hiding in the Diablo and in the Overwatch 2 announcements or in those two particular time slots
1: absolutely yeah I think that this is strategically done here because they want to keep as much um, I don't know even though we're all making our own speculations uh, just kind of like not reveal it in the uh, schedule
0: here's some uh, leaks the internet is speculating and I want you both to give me a yay or nay uh, mm-hmm. some of these we have done already so they'll be very quick like World of Warcraft the Burning Crusade classic we all last show thumbs up said that definitely is getting some love uh and Mm -hmm. uh, and probably a release date at at this blizzcon diablo 2 resurrected we all gave thumbs up here uh hearthstone expansion they teased it today so i gotta believe that that announcement is coming it looks very horde oriented there's some references to the barons in it we covered it over on mmobomb.com plug 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 uh, so I gotta believe that that expansion announcement is coming, and it might be a week or two earlier than normal, but it does fit like their every three month cycles. Is the
2: yeah, hundred percent. Uh, I'm not even doubting it in the slightest because we just got the uh the Dark Moon Fair Racers um mini patch, like the 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 halfway patch or whatever. So um, that would line up. That would line up exactly. Um, Diablo I don't Im- it to drop at BlizzCon, but
0: Diablo Immortal release date india i think we're all on board that that'll probably be announced right
1: yeah but you know that's not one i'm super excited about i know uh, (laughs) you guys know how i feel about that one
0: how about mobile announcements possibly a warcraft pet battle game still (laughs) registering i want that i want it. i know you do i know you do Uh, new heroes, maps, lore sneak peek for Overwatch 2. That's we we kind of expected that a new class and or and an area reveal for Diablo 4. So these are like the main leaks right now. Um, mm-hmm. At least some on Twitter advertising them as leaks. But I don't there's, think there's anything surprising to any of us in any of no, those leaks.
2: They're not even leaks. They're more of like patterns. Yeah. They're they're just showcasing patterns that we already know exist. It's like, yeah, we're missing a bunch of heroes. So yeah, we're gonna get one to announce. A leak would be the necromancer, you know, being announced, something like and right. all details and fake spells or what you know, like a fake leak, whatever. But like that those are predictions. Those are predicting patterns. That's it.
0: Tarkov saying this seems like a weak blizzcon, and I don't I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I think it looks weak headed into it, Indy. I don't think afterwards we're going to look back and say it was a weak one. I think we're going to get some substantive Diablo Four news. I'm in the air on whether how how substantive uh, how substantive Overwatch Two may be right now, but I'd like to think, you know, you don't have big announcements for Warcraft. Yeah, you can, you're going to talk about nine point one, of course, mm-hmm. but you don't have an expansion announcement. You don't have huge announcements there. You don't do a two-day event if you don't have big announcements elsewhere in your portfolio. They definitely have Overwatch 2 and and Diablo 4 stuff to discuss. They've got a lot of mobile stuff they want to talk about, even if that's not big splash announcements. But I do think... I I just have this feeling, knowing Blizzard and the way they operate, having friends that work there. By the way, I don't have inside knowledge on any of this. Nobody is spilling the beans. Mm -hmm. I've got to... I, I just have a feeling there's an announcement waiting in here that we may not see coming. Whether it's an IP that we're going to get some more information than we thought we would uh, or an unknown IP, maybe something in the vein of uh, Fenway being something surprising. I just have a feeling next week's show, while we may not be super excited about BlizzCon right now, besides just general excitement, I think mm-hmm. next week there's going to be something pretty big to talk about.
1: I think there will be surprises and in, in- you know multiple i think there is definitely not people are looking at the schedule and it's significantly different this year because we're trying to navigate a con through a pandemic so i think blizzard is absolutely doing everything they can to still provide us with something entertaining obviously it's a disappointment because there's not a physical con going on but this is what i mean this is this is more than one would expect for given the situation of this year um so I definitely think there's more surprises around the corner. I think we might find out some things about World of Warcraft that maybe people aren't really thinking about. Everybody's fixating on obviously Burning Crusade which is pretty exciting because that was a great expansion and I will definitely go back and play through that if that is a thing. But what about our current, you know, our current World of Warcraft and and what might they have to release to us now? The current expansion, maybe there's some things we don't know about there. Yeah, and Zista, I have to
0: believe they wouldn't make it a two day event if they didn't at least feel like what they had to offer was worth two days. That nobody would have given them a ton of shit if this was a one day online event,
1: yeah, but
0: yeah. had a bunch of yeah. announcements in it. Uh, where people are gonna give them shit if it's a two day event that feels empty. And I gotta believe yeah. somebody behind the scenes knows that's exactly what'll happen if they don't play it right.
2: And- as much as i don't really care to like when i go to blizzcon i don't watch any of like the community stuff like the the talent shows or the costume events like as cool as that stuff is and don't get me wrong i don't dislike any of that stuff i usually wait and rewatch that stuff when i get home there's just too much going on when i'm actually there i appreciate the fact that they've taken the time in a pandemic to make it work and fit like pandemic guidelines and, and stuff like that i think that's really cool of them
0: Obviously, it'll be a big show next week. In fact, we're not going to do Lore or Lies tonight. I mean, we'll give you the answer to last week's, uh, and we will we do have something we want you to talk about in the comments, whether it's on Ready Check Radio uh, or on our YouTube channel. But we're not going to do that segment uh, tonight. Um, our lore master is celebrating her anniversary this week with uh, her her priest partner Scream Twice, so congratulations <laughs> to those two lovebirds. Uh, but we don't want to leave you hanging with the answer, so we will give you the answer, and then we'll probably need to reclaim, you know, some of that time next week with with a longer show from uh, BlizzCon, wrapping up uh, on next week's show. So we no lore lies this week or next week, but stay tuned I for the answer one, to the last week.
2: I do have one question for you guys about Burning Crusade Classic. Yeah, um, do you guys think it's going to be forced server progression? All the classic servers are gonna jump into Burning Crusade? Or is this going to be a separate entity that you may have to copy a character over to or level a character from scratch?
1: Oh, that's a good question.
0: Um, Yeah, I think it's just going to be a forest. I think it's just going to be tacked on to the classic as we we know it now and continue your character.
2: What about yeah. all the people that really just wanted a classic server, and now they're they're forced into it, and they're they're going to be upset?
0: Well, no, I think what you end up doing is what you, is what another of uh, a number of other games do, like EverQuest, where every X whatever time frame they want to set it up on a new server is spun up, and then uh, those are timed progression servers. On if there's multiple expansions, so once Crusade is is lifted uh, or uh, added, then you have you can spin up another classic server at some point uh, and say, hey, six months from now, classic will come to that server. So it gives everybody this. At least that's what other games like EverQuest and EQ2 have done. I don't know how successful that would be. I'd have to think about this a little more rather than off the top of my head. Um, It's an interesting question when you talk about World of Warcraft, I think.
1: mm -hmm. If people are playing classic, they obviously are playing it for that experience, right? And if we start tacking on expansions, then you're going to have people flying through cities when in classic you couldn't do that. It makes sense that you want to keep it separate.
0: I'm just comparing it to other bigger games. Obviously nothing as big as World of Warcraft in the past has had classic servers, but when you look at EQ and EQ2, they cycle through progression servers that get the expansions added after periods of time. I don't know how well that holds up in the World of Warcraft universe because you weren't, the people that wanted classic weren't necessarily wanting classic for the content. Um, Yes, the content was a piece of it, but some of the systems and the experiences were more what they were looking for. So Um, to your point, Indy, adding Burning Crusade changes some of those systems. While it adds the content great, that might not have necessarily been the draw to to go to classic to begin with so maybe maybe you do a second one i, I don't know is this that's a good question what do you think um
2: i think it's going to be an optional uh you can move the character over if you want to maybe even the option of like how we have on the ptr we can copy your character from from live to ptr and and do it that way so you can have character that exists in both um Or maybe it's a one one one-way transfer i don't know i think it gets i think
0: it gets exceedingly expensive for no real revenue return though
2: Mm -hmm.
0: because you keep spinning up different variants of servers at that point you have your classic you have your classic with bc that you can swap characters between the two if you want to or at least one way right from classic to classic with bc then what happens down the road if you do decide to put in wrath of lich king whether that's Soon or after the next uh, retail expansion comes out, well, whatever you decide to do there, I, I, there is no monetary gain on this. It's not a separate sub. Yeah. It is not a you know a separate fee. It is not a two dollars per character type thing for existing subs. How many of these do you keep spinning up without making extra revenue on it? I think becomes the question.
1: I, I think just classic campaign. should be classic. Yeah, all the other expansions can tack onto that, but classic should be classic
2: my slight concern is things like the uh the the mount the karaji war mount you know that you got there all those people that got it that one server that got like 50 of them or 70 of them whatever right now burning crusade made those things account-wide does that mean that's going to link it with live servers or is that going to stay classic servers uh to add those all to your spell book and stuff like that i'm hoping that remains with with classic servers because that's how it was broadcast and advertised originally um, that that stuff would not work on live and, and vice versa I'm hoping that that remains intact because then I'm going to be a little upset that I didn't go for a, a bug mount myself
1: yeah I agree it's, that would piss off a lot of people if they started mixing the content that you can acquire between classic and live because me being a priest that rated in vanilla I don't want to see all these priests going back and getting there like you know tier point five benediction all that stuff and then taking it over to live, it's like a badge of honor right now, to have one of those.
0: It's definitely interesting, and I'm sure that they'll, you know, they'll, they're going to let us know on Friday uh, into Saturday what the plan is for that. But I, I'm going to be interested in the way they decide to do this, particularly yeah. because besides reclaiming some a lapsed sub, classic doesn't have a revenue stream. You know, besides enticing somebody to come back that has not had a sub in X years, with I'm going to go play classic. I don't care about Shadowlands. There is no independent revenue stream, so I don't think they're going to get too nuts with it. But you you run the risk of pissing a lot of people off if if you do it one way or the other. We'll see. It's a, definitely there's an no, interesting question.
1: There's no game shop transactions for classic. Uh,
0: I actually don't know. I don't know. I, I meant more of a consistent revenue I... stream. Uh but <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was in the like not. in the vein of a sub or a plus two dollars for Indy to have a classic character on her fifteen dollar monthly sub, whatever. Uh I don't think there's a store for classic. That doesn't mean they wouldn't implement it at some point, but I don't I don't think there is right now. Goblin in chat yeah. saying no, not yet.
1: I mean, they could implement it for Burning Crusade and beyond. Maybe. And that, people, that way people can, can boost themselves and, you know.
0: Maybe. Buy stuff. Maybe. All right. Enough about that. We'll have a lot of BlizzCon stuff going through the week. Uh, and we'll see you next Tuesday with a huge BlizzCon review show. Let's talk about what's in the retail version now of Shadowlands. Because some changes, we talked a, a few weeks ago about Valor coming back, Valor points coming back to upgrade Mythics. But, not long after saying, hey, you know, I'm pretty sure that Raid Gear is totally fine, says Eden has Acostas, Uh Blizzard decides, yeah, maybe it ain't fine. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it ain't maybe. fine. Maybe it ain't fine. Now, they're still dealing with the static loot tables, which, by the way, this has been an ongoing thing for years in expansions, and I'm amazed it hasn't changed yet, but it is what it is. Uh, Raid loot drop rates have been tuned, effective today's patch, uh, and at that time, I take it for what it is, when Kyvex posted this, it was Kyvex's 666th post. Uh, Yeah. Triple
1: sixes. <laughs> it's true.
0: So with uh, the maintenance today, there was a uh, adjustment made to Castle Nathria and raid drops. Only raid drops. Bosses now drop thirty three percent more loot than before. That means instead of three pieces, they drop four. And weapon tokens now drop more often than before in all difficulties. No percentages or anything like that given. Uh, Ten player raids should now see two gear items and twenty player raids should see four gear items from each boss. These adjustments will not affect other loot that drops in Castle Nathria, such as legendary memories or conduits, uh, nor will there be any impact to drops from raid encounters outside of Castle Nathria. So this is not raids, this is Castle Nathria. Uh, Thank you for your feedback. Thank you. Your feedback, uh, generally good news across the board, Zista. Still, some questions on you know, for years we did five, why are we still doing three? Why are we still doing four? And dear god, yes, this is nice, but honestly, it's the mythic pluses that probably feel worse than the raids right now. I don't think anybody's gonna complain at more chances at loot. And I don't think too many people were complaining about it to begin with in Castle, besides like the passing, ah, oh shit, I didn't get anything. Ah, oh shit, I didn't get anything.
2: Oh, I got Anima again. Yeah,
0: it's more about the mythic pluses, and if you if you want to take that a step further, at least for me, you know, doing heroic raiding, doing, you know, generally eights and nines in mythics don't give me any problems at this point. Tens, uh, Zista, I feel like we could time now, but they'd be challenging. Uh, Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But I feel like I don't have any control over my character's gearing path. And that's the part that really bugs me, I think.
2: It's funny, too, because I was under the assumption, and uh, we've we've said it on the show a few times, that if you really want to focus in on a piece of loot, that you run a particular dungeon, and you'll get in your your weekly cash. Well, that is not true. Um, Because I specifically... Only ran one dungeon a couple weeks ago. I forgot to mention it last week. Um, Ran one dungeon, and I got a drop, and it was not uh, the other side, and I got a drop from the other side in there. So it it is not based on what you are running. So we have even less control of the loot than we originally thought we had.
0: More loot and raid is certainly a good thing, though, Indy. I I mean, you can't complain about that, even though I still feel like there's a lot in the process to complain about. (laughs)
1: There is. I mean, it's been it's been at least three weeks since I've gotten a piece of loot that I would consider an upgrade. So I'm kind of like, you know, me, the person who's like, oh, let's keep loot hard to get. And I'm starting to get weary with with what's going on with loot. So, <laughs> yep. you me know, on the other
2: hand, I've gotten at least one upgrade every week. Like at yeah. least oh. something. I
1: forget so what my for you, I forget what my druids at. at. It's
0: like two oh six or two oh seven, something like that. My weapon is still fucking one eighty seven. Yeah, my weapon is still sitting at one eighty seven, and that's with a, getting two twenty drops in my vault. <laughs> yeah, I have you're, a one ninety six offhand, I think, or a one ninety four. But yeah,
1: you're probably going to be fine with weapons now because of the the fact that the tokens the drop tokens, more often. Yeah. I hope so. So a friend we'll find of mine out Friday and said, Saturday.
0: Stay tuned to Friday night stream.
1: Yeah, <laughs> a friend of mine actually said your vault, like, avoid weapons in your vault because it's going to be so much easier to get them in raid now.
2: Yep. I actually finally got a helmet today out of the uh, the the uh, cash or whatever. Uh, the The last one I had was from uh, the original time walking old uh, war, so I was like finally upgraded that at least.
0: We'll see. Go. I mean, we will be raiding Heroic uh, Nathria Friday and Saturday. Friday, we'll stream it. So if you want to watch us... Uh, I I did not partake this past week, but we are at Sire Denathrius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is where we're at, 9 of 10. Although, personally, 7 out of 10, because I wasn't there for <laughs> Sludge Fist and Stone Generals. I was at Disney the past week. so Which was a great time for my birthday. Um, Zista. You you lucked out, man. You got the time walking event this week, my friend. It's all mm-hmm. you, mists of Pandaria. How excited were you?
2: I'm pretty excited. Uh, I was hoping maybe get a raid, but no, we we just
0: yeah. I was gonna ask that. Them. Like, am I just dumb? Did yeah. I miss it? I, I didn't see no. any raid in this.
1: No. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah,
2: I love all of these dungeons though. So like, getting any of them, I'm not upset. So,
1: he I wants like. To get I think.
2: Gate of the Setting Sun I think is my favorite.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh. Huh.
0: Indie, Indie is flabbergasted by your favorite.
1: I'm not a huge fan of mop, but it you know, right now I'm trying to gear up my um Alliance priest. Uh so it's a good opportunity for me to get a good like a piece of 200 gear for somebody that's I think she's eye level 135. She's just a baby.
0: Mop was pretty much where I only played the expansions to keep a character at max level and through the entire story. I really didn't raid from Mop on. I was I was kind of done. Mop didn't do it for me. Uh just didn't do it for me. I didn't have anything against, you know, Kung Fu Pandas or anything. I wasn't one of, I wasn't one of those guys. I just yeah, generally though I think the rep grind b- hidden behind a rep grind hidden behind a rep grind is where I was like, yeah, I'm just not interested anymore. Uh And then in subsequent expansions, I was like, oh, garrisons, sweet. No, I'm max level. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Not doing this. Uh, Shadowlands, man, bringing it back for me. Really bringing it back. Having a lot of fun with uh, doing heroic here and hopefully mythic uh, castle in the future, in the near future here. Uh, And on that front, we do have more news about 9.05, including an update to something we were wondering on last week's show... With the news
2: that they're watching and addressing every uh, concern we have. Oh,
0: right. We wondered if the implementation of valor points was going to cause Indy to have to go through and mm-hmm. reassemble everything she has disassembled um, for the last X weeks from her Mythic Plus runs. That will not be the case, right? Uh, from the forums, hello, please note. You will not be able to upgrade items that dropped before patch 9.05. While we have technical reasons for this, we also want to avoid the feeling that you should go through months of item history and stuff your bags and your bank in preparation for this. In-game items that can be upgraded will be clearly labeled as such. And although like I can appreciate what's being said there, Indy, like once you said we have technical reasons for this, the rest of the sentence sounds like, you know, we're trying to PR paintbrush this so that it doesn't <laughs> you know, it's like we do have technical reasons for this, but really we were concerned about you. Kind we of like Ian has a cost is talking about the well, you know, loot is a sta a stagnant a static table and there's challenges with making changes and yeah. um it
2: just and seems I, I, like a lot of the the upgrades and stuff are not really worth it for, like, where we're at right now. But the system seems like it's a long-term Band-Aid fix uh, for future raid tiers as opposed to the current one we're in.
1: Yeah.
0: I definitely get the feeling that this is a less-than-ideal solution on their side. Like, I get mm. the feeling this is... They know they need to fix it, but I, I almost get the feeling they're not quite sure how to fix it. Because well, yeah, some I things mean... in the past have gone horribly awry when trying to fix this. Um, yeah. and, and I don't know. Like, this is the type of grind that I think does turn a, a a good portion of your player base off when you have to invest this much time into singular pieces of gear. That's that's definitely a plus for a certain a, set, a subset of your audience, but not the general audience of the game.
1: Like, it fixed Mythic plus drops. I mean... There, boom, done. Yeah, but, well, where do
2: we go from here? Do we get reforging back at some point? You know, ah, like... yes,
1: please. Oh my god, that would solve all of my problems.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it would add a whole other layer of other problems. So.
1: I know, but I don't care about those problems. I care about my
0: problems. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, that, that was, me. was like the number one thing that was constantly said in the the post about the raid drops being increased. It was like great, fantastic, but that's not the problem. It's Mythic yeah. Plus, and this new Valor points thing isn't the solution. This isn't what what should be what we should be doing. By the way, world bosses still don't do anything now because this is only Castle Nathria raids, and it, everybody's like, "Yeah, I, I feel like that's a great change, fantastic," but it doesn't address the problem, and I don't think Valor necessarily does either. Um, mm-hmm. Valor is not a system that I am terribly excited to jump back into. Because Mm -hmm. I still don't have control over, okay, let me go get the staff that I want my bear to have. Then I can go after the grinding of the Valor to increase that. Because now I have the staff I have, Azista. And yeah, it was was 193 when I picked it up. But I wanted that staff and I'm going to work it all the way up to 220 through the Valor system. I don't have the capability to do that. I don't have the capability to do that.
2: I'm just gonna say this: the I don't like the whole Valor system in, in general. It just seems like it's something else to farm. This could have been something that could have been fixed with perf- uh, professions, something that have been lacking for a really long time in in terms of being able to do stuff like this and, and help people upgrade their gear. Like th- this would have been the perfect system to do that.
0: Indeed, do you want bonus rolls back?
1: Yes, that'd be nice because then we could be like, you know, oh this this boss drops my essence lot whatever i want to take my chance here That'd be nice. yeah that would be nice
0: uh what else and again these are all in-, in testing on the ptr for 9.05 estimated to come out next month so we don't have an official date yet but we're seeing more and more things revealed from it including and maybe maybe this could help head in a, a gearing direction a little gearing help to Zista, your point of professions maybe playing a part in this. We're seeing what might be the, I don't know, the beginning of Stygia crafting in the Maw. So if you take a look, we've got a screenshot here. Up on top of this tower, there's a rare mob that you have to do a, a kill a couple other rares to go be able to fight it. But up above that, while you can kind of get up there with creative toy and glider usage, in the PTR for 9.05, there's now more grapple hooks to get higher up that tower. And eventually, they lead you to this kind of forge area. And there's a uh, a little crafting, Stygia crafting table there. Right now, you can only craft the uh, Stygia bar and the uh, husk, the runed husk. We don't know what Soul Forgers tools, how to get them, but they're part of recipes. Don't know. Don't know. Could we see this part of gear, or is this going to be more like crafting of mounts and cosmetic-type stuff? Where do you see this going, uh, Zista?
2: Well, we also were just... Uh introduced to the fact that uh vanari uh the slots that you can socket and stuff with with uh, his reputation they're only going to be limited to season one gear castle nathria you know that kind of stuff
0: yep well Um, let me just delete that from the notes we already mentioned done perfect
2: (laughs) um i i feel like this could be a way to upgrade next time around through crafting so um i think that's the perfect thing to uh to fix your gear and, and upgrade, put sockets and stuff on in the future is with some kind of Stygia crafting where you may need to farm these things, craft them, and then turn them into sockets or something later so that they could make them different every every patch um, and make different requirements, uh, increase the amounts of Stygia needed every time and and tailor that around so you don't have like a stockpile of the materials to do it.
0: How you uh, so, how, how you sitting with Stygia there, Indy?
1: Well, I just dropped nine thousand on one of the socket things because I finally got exalted with Vinari, and then somebody told me about this today. You know what? It's fine. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> slash cry. It's fine.
1: <laughs> I didn't like honestly. I didn't like riding around with all that Stygia anyway because if you die and you're in the wrong spot, just kiss it goodbye.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh,
1: I would have felt I would have felt far worse if I lost all of it. So, yeah, I did socket um, one of my 220 rings with 9,000 Stygia. But this here looks like, I'm hoping it kind of goes along the lines of item enhancement items and not actual items. Because I don't want to be forced into grinding Stygia. The mall is a terrible, terrible place. Yeah, Uh, I'm going to be honest. That was
0: like the first thing that I thought about. I was like, look, I'm already grinding Rep. I'm already grinding Renown. I'm already grinding Anima. (laughs) I'm going to have to grind Valor. If you fucking force me into grinding Stygia, I might set my computer desk on fire. (laughs) (laughs) I still... I still don't have a single wing of Torghast open all the way to layer 8. Like, don't make me go there. I still have the quest uh, for the trail growing cold to go investigate what's going on with Thrall. Like, it oh, is no. still in my quest log. I cannot bear Torghast. I just can't do it. See, is I it because you are Torghast. a bear? What's that?
2: I said, is it because you are a bear? Uh
0: <laughs> Just gonna start doing a solo show from now on.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, what else we got? Oh, we're getting now. This is in part data mining, but could get some new soul shapes coming, including corgis for the night face soul shaping. Uh mm-hmm. and some cats. I mean, that's possible too. Now, these could also just be NPCs that are in a soul-shaped form like we, we see in the game today. But, uh, yeah, we've got corgis, we've got squirrels, we've got cats, we've got frogs. Uh, all of a sudden, I don't know if I want to be Venthyr anymore. Uh, Why? But, yeah, I think I'll just stick with it. I, they're cute. They're cute.
1: What, what is it saying for Venthyr? What's that? What what are we getting for Venthyr?
0: Oh, nothing, nothing, oh. nothing.
1: So yeah. basically, just fay.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are night fay soul shape items. Yeah. Feels bad, doesn't it?
1: I think the game favors the fay.
0: Well, I mean, we did have to get our adventurers buffed to hell and back just to be on par with yeah. everybody else. We yeah. don't get this stuff. I mean, they look cool. I mean,
2: they they also showed off what like hippos and stuff like that, like yeah, and elephants and
0: I mean just all kinds of shit. All kinds. I mean, of there shit. are spiders. I'm gonna I'm gonna spider. skip one more since we're on the topic of covenants and and renown and stuff like that. We'll we'll come back to that last one. Let's uh let's talk about possible rare drops hidden behind not only your covenant, which we were told about before the expansion dropped, that there could be things like mounts that were covenant specific. So automatically locking your ass out of 75% of the available items because you could only choose one covenant unless you were going to roll multiple characters, level them all through. But now this that we're seeing, and this is a maybe, this is a maybe, we don't quite have confirmation on this yet, but it's looking like not only are mounts locked to covenants, but also behind specific renown levels.
2: Yeah, yeah, because we had a, a rare drop uh, that was found. Uh, the the bloodhoof uh, Turalis, um was uh, a spawn off uh, the rare uh, tahanto in Maldraxxus, like or tahanta. Um, and uh, ev- people have been farming this over and over and over and over and over. And no one's gotten the thing to drop, and it wasn't until uh, one particular player, Xanon on uh, the EU server Kazakh uh, once he reached Renown 32, he
0: got the drop. So, Which was only obtainable um, previous to this in, I guess, beta, right? Was the last time yeah. you could have Renown levels high enough yeah. to trigger these drops. Now, we don't have confirmation of this yet, but since we do kind of have an idea that maybe, indie this does not only being Necrolord-specific, which that part, again, we knew about, right? That was announced before the expansion even dropped, that there were going to be Covenant-specific stuff. But now, Renown-level requirements that are not published or made available to... uh, so that, hey, I don't waste my time farming this until I get to this Renown-level. How do you feel about that potentially, again, potentially being uh the the case here or with some other things that just haven't dropped yet
1: i think they need to work a little bit less on making things unobtainable um and coming from me this is like a thing i mean (laughs) i like things to be hard to obtain but i think right now we have such a situation with everything being so hard to obtain loot wise like why 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 this why now like why What, what purpose does it serve really
0: I mean, and and somebody on this post, by the way, uh, courtesy of Wowhead here, uh, really takes it, uh, this is Nell uh, Ravencrest, really breaks it down. There's really only two options here, right, in what happened. It was added to the loot table in a hotfix that happened to go out on that day, or it's actually Renown32 that unlocks the drop. Right. I got to believe, though, if it was the first one, that would have been addressed already. That in in a post in a patch notes in a you know some type of hot in one of the hot fix lists posts uh, you mm. know hey fixed an issue with Tahanta's blue um, table <clears throat> uh, possibly
2: because if they if they put that in the patch notes then they're gonna get in a lot of uproar of people that are like but I wasted all this time farming this on thirty something alts every single day like you already saw that in the comments here people are already upset that they're like um you know I I just farm this thing. Five times today on all my characters before I hit renown 32 is only renown 31. Like this information needs to be disclosed. Right, tough, so I, I and that sucks. People would be upset. And that yeah.
0: people would be upset, and that sucks. But as a software engineer and a designer, yeah. tough shit. I've got to put out there what was in the hot fix. There was an issue with the loot table. We didn't realize it. We fixed it. Sorry if you spent time farming. Yeah, that does suck for you, the player. There's not really much we could do about it, but it's fixed going forward. Nobody's going to have that issue. Yeah. It wasn't. And and if you look at their hotfixes, they do things like that. And they could have left it vague, by the way. They could have just said, address an issue with Tahanta's loot table. Yeah. People would
2: have knew what that meant.
1: They would have known.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Yep. On the other side, it's not like they escaped that discussion or people being pissed off. By, no. by locking, by not no. saying, "Hey, you need to have levels of renown to to get certain things," I think that's the more important part here. I don't like this. Um, I don't like this generally as a game concept to begin with. This feels like now it's just a rep grind again, and it is anyway. And we all know that it's just disguised a little differently than rep grinds have been in the past in World of Warcraft. Renown is just another rep grind, right? But, um. We it's not like we subbed rep grinds for this renown grind. We just added it to it. Uh, and I yep. hate the the feeling of I got to get renowned to 32 because there's that mount that I want just as much as I hated I got to get to exalted because there's the the cape of magicness that I want to get.
2: Like, or nah, I, or I, when I, Mike Byrne private messages me yesterday it's like, I'm trying to grind out my anima today because I don't want to fall behind this week and, and yeah. be behind everybody else in, yeah. in renown.
0: And I got it done, and it's only stomachable <laughs> to me because it's like two quests. It's like, go do two quests, yeah. you're fine. I You know, uh, that's fine. So I do not like this if this is the case. And on top of that, I especially mm-hmm. don't like that there is not a table I can go to indie that shows me if I want this mount, I need to be Necrolord and I need Renown32 before I even waste time killing that target.
1: Yeah, Yeah. that's the thing, it's all the wasted time. I'm looking at all the comments, there's a lot of people pissed off saying, you know what, if this is a hidden requirement thing, like why wouldn't you, it's never been communicated, so people have been trying on X number of alts for X number of days without any confirmation as to whether or not they were just wasting their time or if the mount had a chance to drop.
0: Yeah, I also don't know how I feel about the whole idea of them being tied to renown at all. I don't like it, but it's. I almost feel like if it's going to be a perk of your covenant, which we knew that going into into this in advance, if there's going to be oddball perks to your covenant, whether that be pets or mounts or toys or, or whatever the case may be, I feel like they should come from the covenant, not from some random ass drop in a in a zone that has nothing to do with my Venthyr at some arbitrary renown uh, level, Zista. That just seems really freaking bizarre to me.
2: There should be a list in in game somewhere, even if it's just like an NPC you talk to or a vendor that's a, that you can't actually buy the stuff off of. But like before you select your covenant, be like, here's all the different. Things that you can get somewhere along the way in your covenant and how to obtain them. Just slap it in Oribos with all the other faction, the the covenant leaders, um, and and just so you have a list and it's kind of like a little personal checklist so you know what's required and and whatnot. But like something like that would go a long way than trying to hide all this stuff. Like I do enjoy when they hide stuff because like all the secret finding discord and but that's a whole different level that's accessible yeah. to everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's yeah. like and
0: covenant's already yeah. limits your character. You know, there is 100% of content that your character can only participate in 25% of it. Yep. Uh, just by the simple choice of making a covenant choice, which, by the way, is mandatory. So it's, it's not even, you know, something you can opt out of. So, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I'm not, I was, I, I still am not entirely sold on covenants as a whole to begin with. Um, I had I, like them. I had reservations going into the expansion. That's not to say that I haven't enjoyed my experience with Ven with Ventura. I absolutely love some of the things that that uh, are in that storyline so far, and, and in the just the environments and all that. Uh, but there is a part of me that's like, well, I would like to go check these other ones out now that I have a little more time between what I'm normally doing in the game, right? Because I'm not leveling anymore. I'm not doing Venthyr campaign anymore. Those things that filled the time for the first couple of weeks, Indy, are gone. And in other expansions, I might go and start exploring some of that stuff that I just didn't do right off the bat because I didn't care right away. Now it might be nice to go look at Bastion's covenants and, and things like that. Not saying I would go to Bastion.
1: With the same character?
0: No. No, See, I don't want to think, level an entire another character. To, do you
1: remember to do back it. with the frenzy heart and the oracles? And, yeah. I, and Aldor and Squire. Yeah, like If yeah. you wanted to switch, granted there was only two, and it was a lot easier to yeah, yeah. stomach the idea of only having one covenant or one faction hate you. But you could kind of, if you really wanted that kind of grind, you could switch. Yep. Now with all these covenants, like I'm never switching. I don't no. even care. Somebody told me. The upcoming patch would make my priest want to finally go night fay. And I'm just like, no. Yeah. I'm not going. I don't care if it's the most amazing combination of abilities in the world. I'm not going fay with this priest because I enjoy being ventir. Yep. Um, so if I if I explore other covenants, it's gonna be on an alt, I think. Because I think Well, some of us don't points. have
0: forty of them, Indy. I don't.
1: <laughs> but I don't.
0: I don't even have one. I have two that are at 50 and ready to go. So I could do it, but yeah, yeah whatever.
2: I have a, I have my old rogue and I have this, another demon hunter. This is definitely a bad
0: 50. standard, a bad precedent to set if this ends up yeah, being the I case. Agree. And I don't see any way that that isn't the case at this point, that it was locked behind Renown 32.
2: I think if it was a hot fix, somebody's alt somewhere along the way isn't at 32 right now would have reported that they got them out, and I'm not seeing any of that anywhere.
0: Yeah, or so. Blizz, you know, who does, uh, uh, there are people at Blizz that are scouring Wowhead all the time, would have seen this post and addressed it by now. You know, this mm-hmm. is not something that was posted this morning and just hasn't received yeah. a reply yet. Yep. Uh, but you are getting more mailboxes in Oribos in 9.05, so... There you go. I mean, that, Zista that's this Zista's still not getting his signs to show him which portals to use in the... <laughs>
1: I get lost in Orabos. It doesn't really matter how many mailboxes there are. I'm just gonna keep running in circles.
2: Like now that we got more mailboxes, like that's good. But when we when we teleport down below, can we get some more flight masters? That's all I'm asking. Oh
1: for. my god! Yeah, yes please. Can we just <laughs> one?
2: Or just put us in front of him every single time? That's yeah. all I want. You know, like <laughs> yeah.
1: Wasn't this a complaint that you had? Like
2: yeah, like, it, I'm still having it.
0: Yep. Yeah,
1: yeah. Long time ago.
2: But I'm saying, like the mailboxes.
0: Well, that's the whole teleport thing. That's the whole teleport thing that I give him shit about because he always takes the yeah. one that ends up furthest away from the flight master. Exactly. So
1: just learn which one to take.
0: Yeah. Well, if there were yeah. signs, he would know. But no, <laughs> no signs, just more mailboxes. Yep. <laughs> uh, cool. so
2: I kind of have like a judge of oh, the one mailbox is here, so if I take this portal, I'll be closer. Now there's gonna be mailboxes everywhere. I'm not gonna know which way is up anymore.
0: Uh, Let's finish up with some other Blizzard news. Hearthstone is introducing the core set. So if you liked Hearthstone, um, not right after it launched, but shortly after it launched, uh, you'll be able to jump in for free to a 235 classic and basic uh, core set that replaces the classic and basic cards for standard format. And you'll get all those uh, free for every player and uh you can play in your old school i guess hearthstone feels feels makes me feel really old saying old school hearthstone. so hearthstone classic indy <laughs> <laughs> this is for me yes hearthstone classic all for you all for is, you
1: i complain all the time about not liking new hearthstone is this is this gonna bring me back i think so
0: well, was
2: funny because when Hearthstone originally came out, me and Indy were doing a, another podcast, like way, way back then. That, oh, was, that was 2014, uh, and we were in the beta uh, and stuff. We got, I believe, for that. Um, that that was that was what seven years ago.
1: Yeah, we used to play Hearthstone. Was that the podcast that we did that had yeah hardcore cast? casuals? Okay, yeah. yeah, that was forever ago. Yep, with all the trogs.
0: Yep, you mm-hmm. will be able to make decks using. All the cards as they were in 2014. Yay! Um, yeah, they'll have the the original art uh, and all that stuff too. So,
2: yeah, but I like go. the uh, the fact that the the core set, the legendary set, because like I just recently got our good friend Kiggles, which we most of us all know and love. Um, love is a strong word. Um, but <laughs> he's been asking me about getting into Standard and stuff because I got him addicted to the Battlegrounds because it's free and you know all that stuff and I taught him how to play the entire game in like four days and he he's he's still yelling at me to this day for getting me addicted to it um, and that was like two weeks ago now at this point um, but he's been asking me about Standard I said hey just wait after BlizzCon wait for some announcements this is probably the best announcement for him right here is is showing him what to get before he goes and blows a lot of his Blizzard he converted all his wow tokens into uh Blizzard bucks and uh I'm like just just wait before you pump them all into Hearthstone just wait and see what's coming so this this should save him a bit of his Blizzard bucks doing that
0: uh, a couple things you should note on this one from the FAQ we don't have a release date for it uh but they are saying it will go live in the patch for the next expansion so hang tight for BlizzCon which we think we're going to get the Hearthstone expansion announcement. And if we get a date, then you'll have a uh, core set there as well. Now, they are going to reveal the entire core set a few days after BlizzConline, uh, and they'll be available so that you can do some early deck building uh, in your card library. But you won't be able to play anything yet. Uh, and uh, the core set is not going to be playable in Standard, which makes sense. Uh, but you will be able to use it in Wild. So, there you go. And it doesn't cost anything. Yay. Which is, I mean, Hearthstone fans probably think that's pretty amazing at this point. <laughs>
1: yeah, I had some really good priest decks. So I'm going to recreate now.
0: Grandmasters is also being changed up a little bit. I mean, this isn't huge, huge, like, let's get opinions news on it, but mm-hmm. uh, dual tournaments being put in there for seven weeks before a week eight playoff now. So you'll have, like, a whole... Schedule of games to watch this of uh, dual challenges back and forth.
2: See, I've never, I've never been really big in in constructed Hearthstone. Like, I'm really, really enjoying the Battlegrounds, and I'm very excited to see at BlizzCon. Uh, they actually have a, a Battlegrounds exhibition, like all scheduled out and stuff. I'm really excited for that one. That one's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Indy, uh, we talked about Blizzard's financials uh, a few weeks ago and, and some of the initial stuff. In further review, there was one thing I did want to bring up here uh, that um, Bobby Kotick is looking at the way Warzone has kind of revitalized uh, Call of Duty revenue-wise, and we did talk about that, how it was like doubled the its normal annual revenues. Uh, And they pinned a lot of that on the model of making Warzone free, but everybody's still playing in the same uh, launcher slash server, whatever, to entice additional purchases, to Mm -hmm. get you to play Warzone for free and then maybe end up buying the retail game. Uh, Mm -hmm. And they have said now that they are expressly looking at doing that with all of their IPs. I don't think that's really surprising. We already knew about the Warcraft mobile games. We talked about that on last week's show. We, you know, we've got Diablo Immortal coming up. But now this is a, a specific targeted plan for them to take all of their major IPs, Overwatch, Warcraft, and uh, Diablo in particular, and literally treat it like heroin, right? Give you the first taste for free <laughs> and then suck you in for the money. Um... Which just feels so Activision right now. <laughs>
1: it it does, but at the same time, because I am such a Blizzard fangirl, and I never want, I never want these games to die. We need to keep, we need to keep this, uh, this whole thing alive. And I think, you know, honestly, I'm not a huge mobile player. I'm not a huge microtransaction player. But whatever somebody, whatever brings somebody around, and and there's new people joining World of Warcraft all the time, and I think it's amazing. People who never got to experience it years and years ago. Um, so, yeah, keep it coming.
0: Zista. I see you scratching your chin. You, you're thinking.
2: I, I, I was just like, are we really comparing Activision to heroin dealers? Um, but yeah. yeah, no, not um, the
0: heroin dealers themselves. <laughs> just the, give them a little the taste. Process the process of selling said item. No, no. Yeah. You give yeah, the yeah. first taste for free, and then you make them come back.
2: Yeah, uh, but uh, the Wow Pet Battle Mobile, like this, this is just asking more. This is, I, I want this. I want this even more. But I'm, I'm curious more than anything what they're gonna do with um, Overwatch uh, to make a mobile companion game to to connect over because Overwatch, I believe, to like I was just talking to one of my buddies about this that we play Overwatch uh, with and. Overwatch is probably the most reasonable of all of the Blizzard games to play because they've never forced you to do anything. There's no expansions, no, en- like, all this stuff. All the heroes come out for free. They don't really have a crazy battle pass system that you have to buy. I'm not suggesting you do that, Blizzard, but now that I said that, it's gonna happen. Um, But, like, you know, Hearthstone just added theirs. Overwatch has never had any kind of pay models. You bought the game once when it first came out and you just play it free till now, like, yeah, you could buy loot
0: boxes, but I don't know anybody who's actually done that. I'm having the hardest time in the world hearing you call Overwatch reasonable with the, just the absolute loot box, loot box abuse that that company, that that particular Ooh, game has who just actually been buys
1: involved the loot boxes, though? in. Oh my who buys god! Them? Not who me, but there's people who yeah. buy them in like mass. mass I have quantity. every
2: single item in the game and I ha- I'm i sitting on 120,000 currency in the game on top of it and I've never bought a loot box.
1: Well, Some of us have a life. <laughs> have live.
0: Uh, and some of us can talk in chat. Anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> speaking of Overwatch, players a little bit miffed. I always like looking at the experimental server. I know it's not news news, but fuck it. I don't always cover news. I like just talking <laughs> about things sometimes uh harissa is a bit of a pain in the ass right now particularly mm-hmm. in uh, some buffs that not only make fortify ridiculous but also kind of just discourage headshots in general which i'm not really sure why you do that in your shooter game you train people to not aim for the headshots i i don't know people are a little bit miffed on this one Zista.
2: Yeah. I mean, I I did get a chance to go in there and try it. Um, I think it works for her because she's a really tall hero to begin with, and she pretty much already towers over the shield that she puts down, so her head's kind of uh, peeking out all the time. So having an ability that kind of reduces her headshot damage seems okay. Definitely overtuned or, or whatever here. Maybe it should go on a separate cooldown, separate ability that's much longer um, but it's it's being abused right now for sure, it's it's definitely overtuned. it needs to down a bit
0: Alright gang, that's going to do it for us remember I said no lore or lies uh, today, uh, but we did want to give you the answer, so the first statement last week contained the lie, the Kyrian used soul mirrors, not dark crystals, while some may have wings, they are not skexies. get it? Dark crystals Skexies. <laughs> see what you did there i saw what you did missy i see what you did there. it's about time and what'd you think about uh missy what'd you think about missy's lore thoughts by the way let us know in the comments below do you have your own thoughts about it and we've got blizzcon coming up friday and saturday they're already gathering questions for the qa panels so we want to know what do you want to know from blizzard Put it in the comments below. What would you ask them? What do you want to see from BlizzCon? And we'll talk about it next week when we're doing an exciting wrap-up of what I'm sure will be a tremendous BlizzCon. Until next week, Indy, where can everybody find you?
1: You guys can always find me on Twitch at IndyGorona because I stream pretty much almost every day. And uh, same name on all the social medias. Come stalk me. Love to have you.
0: Sweetness. Zista.
2: Funny. Down there somewhere, at, it's just uh, the I T S I Z T A.
0: Find me down there somewhere, pointing down at his somewhere. crotch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, down there. You can find me down and, there somewhere. I don't know. Whoa, when. hey. I'm there somewhere.
2: And, and, I'm, and on Twitch at just this the
0: X I Z T A. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there on Ma- uh, Twitter at MagicMan1. But more importantly, follow at RC Radio R A I D E O. And you'll always know when our shows and streamers go live. Come check them out. Oh, son of a bitch. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Almost forgot. Yeah, check out our streamers. Check out our streamers like this guy, Jason Winter. (laughs) (laughs) The forgotten Jason Winter. Yes, as usual. (laughs) Jason, what are you streaming right after the show here? Chat, hang tight. <laughs> uh, I'm doing more wasteland because in the last episode I uh, killed Santa, so you know I took a suit. You mm-hmm. got you got new suits. Yeah. Well. Yeah, and the gorilla suit too, which maybe someone will get to. But, uh, but I more think more I'm, I'm dead now, suit. aren't I? No, 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 we keep bringing you back. Keep you, bringing me back. I did, I did kill Faye. I did kill Fay. Yeah, you did kill Faye and we brought her back, and she's wearing the Santa suit now, and she has a laser eye that you can like blow people up with. So. Very cool. Going to be streaming right after the show here, after post-show. So uh, hang on for a few minutes, chat, as the channel goes dark. Then comes back up with Jason Winter. Now we'll go to the outro slide. You can still follow me there. You can still follow at RC Radio. Just follow it all. That way you don't have to rely on me to tell you what's coming next, because I'll probably screw it up. That never works. I'll probably screw it up. Until then, gang, stay safe. See you on the servers.
2: How could you forget Jason again?